In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to your weekly visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Um, a little, little disappointed in our Canadian friend, but, you know, it's... it's uh... It's all like, eh, oh, my school is so important that I'm all tired and have to go to sleep early. I mean, it is an hour later there, so I I mean, Homeboy has never had kids, though. So yeah. he doesn't really know tired yet. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. I, I, I know, dude. I have the oldest child of the three Tell of us. Tell so. me about it. Yes, which means it's fresher in my mind. Listen, man, this isn't a pissing contest. Yes, because I would win. I win. This is the I yes, win. Yes, you can pee. You, you pee exceptionally, brother. That's right, I do. Anyways. <laughs> that's a whole podcast right there. Yep, that's Just... it. Good night, folks. See you later. Make sure to tip your waitress. <laughs> Um, no JLB this week because, you know, he's tired from school and all that. So, just the two of us here. But we're going to have fun fantasy booking. If you're new to this particular part of our show, the Fantasy Booking Institute, the rules are kind of simple. We're going to take turns challenging the other person to book some unknown and usually unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance, so our answers are made up entirely on the fly, because um, we think that's more fun, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Here's hoping. But um, before we get into the fantasy booking, though, I always take this moment to invite you all to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, that's the biggest one right there. Uh, if you're watching this live on one of the live streams, uh, click that little uh, like button there to let us know you're here. Give us a comment, uh, thumbs up, share it with your friends so they know, and make sure you're subscribed so you get notified when we go live again, because we go live twice weekly. Um, maybe more often when some pay-per-views come up on days other than Sundays. Because it might yeah. Um, but so, you know, make sure to do that. Facebook and YouTube, we go live on twice weekly. Sunday nights and Tuesday nights at 10.30 Central. Um, so get a subscribe for that. Otherwise, you can listen to this on the podcast. You'll just get it a little bit later. Right? You won't see it live. Oh. Nope. You don't get to interact directly with us, but that's all cool. It still goes up in the audio version, and it's always going to be up for replay on YouTube and Facebook, so you can watch that there as well. Um, Tonight with JLB gone, though, we do have a very special challenge. I mean, I would say first person to throw in a, an FBI or a crime, we can discuss. Like, if they'll just comment one. Yeah. I mean, other than a comment that should be a crime that we block immediately, because that yes. person is going to get blocked. Yep, as soon as we notice those, we block them. Um, but yeah, make sure to subscribe, follow us on the social medias. Also, 
uh, make sure to check out our merch store. Link is going to be in the doobly doos, so you can check that out there. Uh, we got some great merch. I've got I've got an order coming in, so I'm going to start wearing them here soon on the show. Um, I wanted to make sure I had it before the Zello Pro uh, event in a month. Event, yes. It's an event. Well, it's going to have Jordan Grace at it. It's a month and a half, dude. It's not a month. Yeah, a month-ish. Okay. It's, Say what you will. It's less than two months, so I round down. Okay. Because it's officially next month. So my brain is like, next month? It's in a month. That's the way it works. Um, okay, fair enough. But Jordan Grace is going to be there, so he can hopefully meet her at the meet and greet and say how we wish she was on something that we could watch a little easier than uh, Impact. Because uh, Who knows? There might be some uh, more names announced uh, for it in the, in the not-too-distant future as people's schedules get a little bit more clear, but... Anyways, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have her deadlift me. She very well might be able to. I know. I know. Squat me, baby. I was watching the Olympics. That that sounds dirty. (laughs) And I was watching some of the female bodybuilders do the clean and jerk, which always sounds dirty regardless of who you're talking to about but um and i realized that they were literally lifting my weight and i'm a i'm a big guy and i was like holy cow those women holy speaking of clean and jerk i wouldn't say it was clean but i mean what Ah, oh, we're going to get canceled for that. Um, but anyways, before we get into it, I always like to take this moment to notify people that we are part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network, so you can head on down to the doobly-doos and click the link for tatnisco.com, check out the other shows on the network there, um, and then give them a listen, give them a like, tell them that Ron Order sent you, and, you know, spread the love around that way. But we are going to go ahead and get into the fantasy booking. Let's do this. I always give uh, the co-hosts a chance to go first in this round. So if you want to go first, you can. Sure. I'll go first. I like this. So um, there's been some stories lately that have have made me long for a, a day long gone. Lots of stories, you know, whether it's firings or or uh, releases where an icon gets released because they don't have a storyline for him. But also, he should have never been hired um, because he's that old um, with Ric Flair being gone now from WWE. Um, and so my thought processes were, take I, I, I wanted you guys, which is just you, um, to, uh, I was going to have you just do one, but I feel like three is probably more appropriate. Um, take three characters from the past and book them in modern day. You can choose the promotion. You can choose wherever they're at, but you have to choose the existing character. So as we well, as all of us full well know, in modern day, there's not really a promotion that Stone Cold's character without it being still 
Stone Cold Steve Austin having existed in the past would really work that well. He'd take some serious heat for on-air alcohol abuse and and things of that sort. Um, you know, flipping off the fans and stuff like that. Um, so you just have to you have to. This might be a little more sensitive because you might get stuck with somebody you don't really want, like Honky Tonk, because it really didn't break the PGness of modern era, um, or something like that. But take three and book their run in whatever promotion you want. Okay. I mean, I will point out right now that there's an active storyline in AEW about uh, an alcoholic who's uh, trying to kick the habit and using it to work through his fears of confronting his former best friend, and uh, they regularly flip off the crowd and, and, and other people in that, so, you know. Um, okay, so maybe Stone Cold does work. Fine, if that's what you want. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just saying I... I I think if you choose the right promotion, you've got a lot more options, sort of a thing. A better example um, is you could not use the misogynistic nature of The Rock today. No, you couldn't use Wait. Val Venus today. Huh. Um, no, I get, I get that. I'm just pointing Stone Cold wasn't maybe the best uh, example there. Um, fr- <laughs> frankly, I, I, I'm going to start with one, and then we'll we'll see how long it takes there, but. The, the simple fact is, um, in his prime, Bret Hart, in modern wrestling, would have, would be a game changer. Works for, great, yep. For right now. Like, um, in his prime, excellent of execution, Bret Hart, um, in, in, it doesn't matter which promotion. I'm an AEW mark, so I'm going to say AEW, but, like, you put... Bret Hart and his prime against Seth Rollins right now. Sign me up. Finn Balor? Yep. Yes, please. Johnny Gargano? Heck yeah. You know? Uh, Adam Cole? That would be a ton of fun. Does he have the work rate for it, you think? I think I think he did. It was just a different type of work rate at the yeah. time. But that's part of why I think it would work is is you would have some of this modern high flying but then you'd still have uh, some of this more old school psychology side of things um but of course like i said i'd put him in aw because i would i would love 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 to see a uh classic era in his prime bret hart versus sammy guevara uh versus cody that would be fire versus Kenny Omega versus Hangman versus Moxley have the violence on one side and the precision on the other side. Ooh, fun. I like it. I mean, there are very few people today uh, that I would trust for a 60-minute Iron Man match, but Kenny Omega versus Bret Hart, I could trust. Um, I think... I, think I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I even think a Hangman Page. I yeah, you know, we haven't seen Hangman Page do a full sixty minute, but his style I think lends itself to something like that. So, um, of course, you would have to do him babyface. Uh, that's where he works best. 
anytime they flirted with him being the heel. Bullshit. The, the 97 heel run was fantastic. The, well, the only times for me it worked as a heel was when Owen was involved. And... And I guess Owen was involved in that, so I, I can give you that. And I'm I, unfortunately not bringing Owen with him, so it was a it was a one ticket trip. So. Yeah, it's um, it's like like a Terminator type type mm-hmm. time machine. It only goes one direction and it's done. Exactly. Then you got to wait twelve more years. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, you got to bone his mom. Yes, yeah, so that you can you can be born. Yes. Weird. Anyway, moving forward. But I mean that would be the number one. Number two in the same vein would be Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning in modern. Sign me yeah, up. Yeah, I think I think as as his heel work goes, I mean he's very MJF esque mm-hmm. and the style works. So yeah, I can give you that. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Perfect was truly, truly perfect. Uh, he he had everything about him set up so perfect for it. He <clears throat> his heel work was perfect. His in ring work. There's the video. I I think I've even shared the gif of it, um, where uh, he's facing off with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho goes to do a lion salt, and is going to miss. Like, he's not going to flip enough for the lion salt. And Kurt Henning, on the floor, laying there ready to take the lion salt, recognizes it and raises his legs up to catch Chris Jericho in the air and help him finish flipping over so that he doesn't, like, land and break his neck. And just, I mean... You watch it in slow motion, and it still amazes you how he was able to spot it happening and fix it before someone died. Um, but on top of it, even his promos and, and his 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 vignettes. Uh, uh, we miss you. Uh, Not really. His, his vignettes, um, like the the how perfect is he vignettes where he was like playing basketball and hitting half court shots. Like they were nothing, all of those things. And I know, I know those probably took a thousand tries to get it to look so perfect, but I don't care. The, the character was so perfect for it. So he could even be that character that comes in and out MJF's MJF right now. Um, I don't so, think he has the asshole down that MJF had, though. But I, MJF, he'll drop F bombs and everything. Well, yeah, and I I agree, but you don't have to drop f bombs to be a condescending asshole, right? If you just true, if you think you're you're better than everyone, um, especially with Mister Perfect, he's just like I just proved I'm better than you. I don't need to I don't need to cuss. I'm better than you. You think you're better than everyone? I'm better than everyone, right? Look at this. Look at me hit this half court hook shot without looking. Um, so, so that would be mine, you know, and I, I don't know if necessarily AEW would be the perfect fit for him. Uh, he'd fit in perfectly. I mean, he'd be an improvement to modern era WWE, 
come in and be a real heel. Absolutely. He he would he would actually be a title carry. He would hold the world title right if he was in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Same character. Yep. So, um and I just I I love me some Kurt Henning. Rest in peace, my boy. Um and then I I for the third one, I'm going to uh kind of cheat a bit. Because I can't just bring one. I'm bringing the Steiners. Both of them. Pre-big yeah, because if you just bring Scott, then you have the misogynistic that won't work in today's day and Well, age. yeah. And that's the deal. You can't bring Big Papa Pump. Um, not, not in that form. But you can bring pre-Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. Um, and Rick Steiner, because that's when they worked the best. Yeah, I, there was a video on TikTok I was watching earlier today, and I was like, what your favorite tag team says about you? And um, it got to uh, uh, Scott, the Steiner Brothers, if you're a fan of the Steiner Brothers, what it says about you. And I was like, you probably watch AEW. And I just commented, I feel attacked. I mean, it's true, but I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's legit, but... Yeah. Well, you got to call me out like that. Hmm. But, and so, because of that, it makes perfect sense. Steiner Brothers come in and just tear up the AEW tag division. Just like, yeah, you can do all your little flip-de-doos and and Meltzer drivers all you you want. You are not going to escape, you know. This. This. Just this. Yeah. All right, so to put an expansion on it, because we are we are short a person, I also want you to take three that didn't work then that would work now. A little harder to do. It is. Um, in a way. Like, obviously, Duke the Dumpster Drozzy doesn't work at all. It, it is harder, but not quite. Um, Alex Wright. Dancing German. It, 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 here's the deal. The Dancing German, the, the, the thing with Alex Wright was Dancing German was just kind of a side gimmick for him. His real gimmick is he was a, a mat-based technical wrestler. Okay. Who was phenomenal. And so he could come into modern day... AEW or NXT, and just absolutely kill it, right? Okay. I think everyone would love the fuck out of Alex Wright if they saw him today. I really think Alex Wright was just so far ahead of his time on his skill set, um, and the fact that he didn't have like a at the time people wanted a really defined gimmick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They wanted you to have you. They wanted you to be Disco Inferno or or Glacier, even though they hated Glacier or, um, or Macho Man or, or Macho Man, you know, or something like that. And he didn't have that. He was just I dance on the way to the ring and um, I kick ass in the ring. And I'm going to give you an example from modern day AEW. Right. Um, tell me what is Angelico's gimmick? There's not really one. He dances on the way to the ring and he kicks ass in the ring. 
Well, okay, but yeah, it's, I mean, you don't really care about the dancing and the withering. You, you don't really, and you didn't really for for Alex Wright. I mean, you sort of did, but it, it, it felt forced with Alex yeah, Wright. I'll agree. It was, it was just, and so I mean, effectively, Alex Wright is just and Helico version point oh five. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just the beta version of Angelico. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, this is the public beta. We're going to fix all the bugs in version 1.0. Um, <laughs> so um, so that's that's like probably my number one of failed bring to modern era. Um, because, you know, the simple fact is go back and watch the mid-90s, mid to late-90s WCW matches featuring alex wright and he never really got like a full shot at things like the i think he had the cruiserweight belt he had the tv title at one point yeah uh, but they never really gave him like a full run of anything yeah right uh, yeah because i i would say that like dean malenko though it would be great today and was great back i would say it fits under great back then too yeah yeah it was like, kind of my thoughts as well um, like some people would say, well, he never held the world championship. Yeah, Dean Lingo wasn't designed. I mean, you make him bigger, and he's just Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, in the end, even the held the world title is kind of a, a bullshit concept in this because there are people who held the WCW world title that you would not say were successful gimmicks back then. Uh, yeah, one of them was a booker. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, e even more than that, it's like, like uh, Vampiro in late '90s, early 2000s WCW nearly held the title. Yeah, uh, he was in a huge feud. Oh, that's up. But would you say he was successful back then in in no, the modern market? No. I would say no. Um, He's had and, a successful and, career. Uh, that's for certain. Um, but his his push on in WCW just was uh -huh. like too little, too late. Yeah, and so you know, I mean, and there, and there are people. I mean, you could argue that Lex Luger was failed in some ways because he never lived up to the promise that he was originally yeah. done. Uh, but he's a world title, former world champion. Yeah. You know. Um, he's not going to be one of my choices. I'm just, I was just throwing him out as a, okay. <laughs> as, a, as a, as a proof that the title isn't necessarily the proof that you were a success or not. Um, it's how, how you were booked. Like, well, coming up in, in tomorrow, I should say on AEW, you've got Chris Jericho versus Hoovy. Hoovy never came close to the world title, right? Uh, but he's a multi-time champion in the cruiserweight. He even held the WWF cruiserweight championship at one point. I didn't know that, but I found that out and I was like, really? That's cool. Um, and so, uh, but you could argue that he wasn't a failed wrestler because he was super popular, you know? Um, inversely, I bet you, I bet you if I look up WCW champions, I, I can find at least one that, that we would be able to really say was a, 
uh, failed. You know what I mean? Probably. Uh, that that isn't that isn't uh, a former actor or booker. Yes. That that isn't a a that isn't uh, Vince Russo or David Arquette. Yeah. We're even gonna we're gonna start at the end did, and go back. Did David Flair have it? Um, I don't know if he ever had it, but let's see here. Okay, um, Booker T was the last one. Steiner, Booker T, Vince Russo, Booker T, Kevin Nash, Booker T. Uh, I I would argue, and some people might get angry that Jeff Jarrett was never a success. In the grand scheme of things. Ooh. He was there. He was all over the place. But he was there mostly because I, I didn't really get heat for this, but because his family, you know. Well, and he learned to play politics. Mm-hmm. Really but, well. Uh, Ric Flair, Kevin Nash, Jeff Jarrett again. Ric Flair, Jeff Jarrett again. There's David Arcad. DDP, Jeff Jarrett again. Sid Listen Vicious. to all that no Hulk Hogan. I would say Sid Vicious is a failed gimmick. I would I would say too. Always wonderful to watch though, because it was so uh-huh. terrible. Kevin Nash, Sid Vicious Master again. And the ruler Kevin of the Nash, world. Chris Benoit. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Sting. Hey, there's Hollywood Hogan. You gotta go back a ways for Hogan to have held the title in WCW. Uh, Randy Savage, Kevin Nash, GDP, Sting, DDP, Ric Flair, Hollywood Hogan, Kevin Nash. There's Goldberg. His 174-day reign. Hollywood Hogan, Savage, Sting, Sting, Hogan, Luger, Hogan, The Giant. I I would argue that in WCW the Giant was probably a failed gimmick. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree. In the grand scheme of things, not Paul White, not a failed gimmick. But no. in '90s era WCW, 100% failed gimmick. Uh, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, the Giant. He was two time. I forgot that. Yeah. Hogan, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, going back before that, Big Van Vader. This is pre-WCW now, but Sting, Big Van Vader, Ron Simmons, Big Van Vader, Sting, Lex Luger. Eh. And then Ric Flair, and before that it was the NWA, so. Anyways. Yeah, so that was my side tangent. So, um... Question, would you consider D'Lo a failed gimmick? Absolutely. I, I I think he could be, he could have been so much more than just the, the. now, he does have a, a, a blessing that he got to unify the European and Intercontinental Champions, mm-hmm. Championships. He was the first Euro Intercontinental Champion. Didn't he do a whole gimmick where he pretended to be from a different country? Like claimed to remember. be from a different country every I don't I can't remember. remember if I think that was D but I can't remember. Anyways. Um 
but yeah, so he he's he's another one failed attitude era gimmick that I would yeah. bring to the modern times because again, just the head just the head bob alone would be worth it. Well, um, and the simple fact is, we live in a time where heavy gimmicks are not as important, right? Yeah, you know what is. Kenny Omega's gimmick. Well, he's the best bout machine. He's the belt collector. It's not really a heavy gimmick. That's just him being yeah. the best wrestler he could be. Um, what's Chris Jericho's gimmick? Well, he's the GOAT. He's the guy who's been around and done everything. Well, that's really just who Chris Jericho is. MJF. Well, he's just the asshole rich kid who thinks he's better than everyone. That really could yeah. be just who MJF is, you know? Um, yeah. Go over to WWF, WWE. Jeez, shows my age there. Um, go over to WWE. What's Seth Rollins' gimmick? Co- cocky guy who brags about how good his fashion is. Okay. What's uh, What's John Morrison's gimmick? Flippy doos. Cocky guy who does flippy doos and brags about how. Good his fashion sense is. Yeah. Yeah. What's the Mrs. gimmick? Cocky guy who brags about how good his fashion is. Uh, and, and he's an actor. And he's an actor. And he's an actor. Yes, that makes him different. <sighs> We're starting to tread some dangerous waters there. Yeah. So the Rock, uh, cocky guy who brags about his fashion sense and his six hundred dollars shirts, and is an actor. But he's a better actor than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That makes him Miz and MJF combined. That's terrifying. (laughs) Anyway. So anyway, so D'Lo could come to to modern era. Either NXT or W or AEW, and just be D'Lo. Yeah, and and he would have success. And would he be world title holder? I don't know if he would. I mean, I think he could in NXT. Um, somehow or another, I just don't know if he'd be world title material for AEW. And I know it sounds weird to hold him to two different standards. But I, I think he could pull up on on impact pretty solidly too. Oh yeah, his definitely. promo skills were really solid too. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so third is, failed gimmick, which is uh, important to point out because he is one of the color commentators for Impact Wrestling currently. So. Yeah, yeah. Ta da! Full circle there. Um, third failed gimmick. I have one that I think would work great here, and I bet you're not going to say it, but I will tell you at the end of this. Okay. Um... tough thing is like there are a lot of them that i would argue were failed gimmicks in the 90s that 
uh, without any sort of real gimmick change, became successful right after. Or somebody who did change their gimmick, you know, like like Stunning Steve became Stone Cold Steve, mm-hmm. and that was a success. Um, Stunning Steve, I think, could have been successful. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I was going to say. WCW era Chris Benoit. Um, he didn't change anything. He just eventually became the champ. Yeah, he became the champ. Um, but no, uh, when well, you were talking, I had one jump into my head, and and it's Mike Awesome. Amen, brother. I mean, yes, he was successful in EC Dubs, but mm-hmm. mainstream fucked that up. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, just totally screwed. And then, you know, fucking Russo era gave him that 70s dude and the fat chick thriller. (laughs) Oh, poor Mike Austin. So bad. Poor, poor Mike Austin. He still laughed, but it's so horrible. That would never work in today's era. Sure wouldn't. And good riddance. I also think Mongo. Give Mongo some training. I think he that, could have been pretty good. That's one hundred percent the His, biggest problem with Mongo is he never had the training that he needed to. Yeah, his if mic Mongo skills had, were exceptional. If Mongo had just spent a year at the power plant before coming, and I know why they didn't. They wanted to capitalize on the fact that he was a a success in pro football. He was a name. They didn't want him to to lose the luster. Yep. You know, per se. Um, so I get it and everything, but but his biggest problem was just he was so green the entire time that you know he, he looked it, and so give him some time. Give him some time with QT in the Nightmare Factory. QT. And at after, the same time, after you posted that today, take, take QT, QT off of my TV and just let him train Mongo. McMichael. Train Mongo in Nightmare Factory. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't disagree with Chris Benoit. I think he should have been a world champion way earlier than he was. But the same goes for Jericho. Mm-hmm. Same goes but, for Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And all of them Those got are... there eventually. So, mm-hmm. so all right, fair enough. The person I was going to go with, and and at first you're going to disagree with me on whether or not it works in today's era, and then you're going to be like, holy shit, I think it does work in today's era. And that is Doink the Clown. I literally think Doink the Clown, it was, it was successful at being Doink the Clown, but I think Doink the Clown with a minor tweak and having be a little bit scarier of a clown works exceptionally well today, especially in Impact. Possibly. With the whoopee know. cushion as a move. I think that move is great. Um, I think, I think... I think just make him a little bit more of a creepy clown, and and I think you're on point. People to this day are terrified of clowns for some reason. Yeah, I was never a uh, doink fan myself, so that probably colors my opinion on this a bit. Doink was not my cup of tea. I would say doink is an unsuccessful gimmick that could have moved. Um, 
and it's purely gimmick. Like they could do that today, and I, I, I would WWE would mess it up. But I think AEW or Impact could pull off Doink pretty easily. Um, uh, trying to think of other other gimmicks. I think oh, I think uh, the smoking guns. Billy and Bart back together as a tag team. I think that could have worked. That could work today. They were very technical. They put on a show. Um, their showmanship, the, Billy Gunn's showmanship was solid even in 92 when he was like 22 or whatever he was. Like, it was good. Um, trying to think. Yeah, there, there was, uh, oh. <sighs> Kevin Thorne played something other than Kevin Thorne. He was where it was like a, a, a white Mordecai. Was that what it was Mordecai, called? Mordecai. Yep. I don't think that works today. I, uh, we know the undertaker would not work freshly presented today. The undertaker does not work. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down, it doesn't work. I don't know if Mordecai would, um, I almost feel like Gangrel would. Maybe. Um, I think so. I mean, I think Gangrel, it's it's one of those, the, the one thing about it is, I don't know, I don't think it would work in AEW. I don't think it would work in NXT necessarily. But I think main roster WWE or Impact could present him uh, I mean, because a faction uh, leader that Gangrel working with James. The only reason to do James Mitchell still is if you have a Gangrel s character, and of course, or I a say Mordecai that all type character 100% knowing that uh, Gangrel actually appeared on AEW. That's um, an important side of note. Yeah, it, uh, it still doesn't work in AEW. I don't think it works, but he did appear. Um, so, um you know, those those are the types of gimmicks I'm talking about. I would say so. Here's here's three dudes that were underrated that absolutely could have been better than they than they were, and I think today in the right promotion they could happen. Brian Clark, Brian Adams, Scott Norton, all three of those guys. Scott mm-hmm. Norton was a was a New Japan Pro Champion, World Champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scott Norton's good. He could go. The fact that he got stuck with Buff Bagwell in in a tag team was was WCW shitting on him. Um and and again Brian Adams, Brian Clark, that chronic tag team was very enjoyable to watch. It just sucked that they had to make it about pot. Um they could have just they could have been any any other number of, of big tough dude things. Not that pot isn't doesn't have its own segment and stuff, but those two were studs. I don't know if Adam Bomb works, and I don't know if Crush works, but those two together as a tag team, still to this day, could come into even AEW. Maybe maybe they need a, a ring manager. I feel like they probably do, but just be this dominant force that comes in, destroys, and leaves. And and as for as for heel work, that's great. So. I think there's a there's a bunch that that maybe could work better today. You know, Scott Norton, Scott Norton, Bam Bam, Bam, Bam Bigelow, um, as Bam Bam, maybe doesn't work today. 
His work rate's certainly there, though. So I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, who knows? Just trying to throw a few more out there to give us a little more time. Now it's time for you to do your booking, and you got this big thing that you said you've had planned. So I I have a plan. Give me one second to do this. What, do you have a screen share that you're going to do here? I do. Oh, Lord. It's like, here's my bracket. There it is. There it is. There's your bracket. (laughs) Oh, jeez. What are you doing? Uh, with, with the news that uh, WWE is planning a Queen of the Ring tournament, reportedly with the finals to take place in Saudi Arabia. Uh, okay. I figured we should book Queen of the Ring. Okay. Um, now, originally, I was going to have you and JLB... Uh, go back and forth on this, but of course no JLB, so I guess I will participate. So we're going to have the 8 is great. The great 8. Mm-hmm. Is Becky back? Um, for this conversation. We know she's not yet, but she's very close as well. Yeah, I'm just debating on on whether very close is enough. I I will allow Becky. I will also though say that um, we are limiting ourselves to current main roster stars. Okay. Um. So no no new call ups. However, call ups that have already happened, like Tony Storm, um, count. Okay. Are champions involved in this? Because usually they don't have champions involved. Yes, and I'm going to say continuing that. No champions, which means Bianca okay. Belair, current champion. We're going to pretend like this is starting right away. So, so. Rhea and Bianca are out. Uh, not Rhea. No, Charlotte and Bianca are out. No, not a- Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Ash. ASA. Sorry. Nikki, yes. Yeah, Nikki Ash. Sorry. All right. Um... I feel like this is building towards a Charlotte feud, so I want to leave Charlotte off of it altogether. Um, Queen of the Ring. I, I don't I don't see how you could not have Becky on there. Are you doing a random number generator for their locations or? Nope. Okay, down the list or. Or we're traditional seating style. We're just going down the list. We're just going straight, straight down the list. Okay, down this list here. Yes. So it's not traditional seating style. Not okay. traditional seating style. But here's the deal: is I, the reason I'm saying we're going down this list here is because I do want us to uh, to alternate and take into consideration the prior pick. Well, yeah, the prior pick and and what sort of match or what sort of storyline we can tell from this like for instance with becky coming back being her first match or first series back we don't want her to go out in the first round right yeah um so for this i i am going to say that we put her against someone that she's faced before um someone that 
should put up a good fight, but at the same, you know, like a good show. But at the same point, Becky will likely beat. Um, and so for that, I am going to go with Dana Brooke. <laughs> no, although that would have been a good one. Um, I'm going to go with Carmella. Mella. Mm-hmm. Former champion should put up a. a oh, we're having fight. 16 on this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Top and bottom on those. Top Sorry, I thought you were doing eight. Nope. Okay. Um, I'm going to. So here, I, here, because you, you went go first this on the last one, I'll go yeah. first on this one here. Um, on this one. Um, I am going to do I don't want to do her yet. Um Live Morgan. Oh, good old live. Yeah, good old live Morgan. Jeez. Oh I think if Live Morgan is on there right now. Um, I think this is an opportunity to showcase a wrestler because they're obviously going to go up against the former champion from the other bracket or the other side of this. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Tegan Knox. To getting their really their their first opportunity to young ladies. Okay. Okay, so I got I got a pick now, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia Jax. This storyline writes itself. You're doing Shayna already? Yes, it writes itself because they they just had them on Raw yesterday start the hint of the breakup. And so having them face off with each other in the first round. Wow. Uh, because then whoever we end up choosing to lose can come back to affect later match. Um, so Shayna Baszler in that one, um, I, this is where I'm going to go with good old Tony Storm. Oh, Tony, 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 Tony Storm. Is Scarlet officially pulled up yet? No, she is not. What kind of build are we getting to these first round matches? 
I don't know, the and, same build we get to every tournament first round. Well, there's not a there's not a chance to have Tony versus Rhea later, so I guess we put Tony versus Rhea now. Yeah, I mean the the only which does open up Rhea versus Shane. I like that because mm-hmm. Tony uh, Rhea Rhea knocked off Tony. I'm sorry, Tony knocked off Rhea in in UK, and then Rhea knocked off Shayna. So yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley. Okay. So next section of the bracket. Shotzi Blackheart. Notice the intentional not having Shotzi versus Tegan. Mm-hmm. We don't need that crap. For Shotzi. Sorry, Shotzi. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, sorry for lots of reasons, but I, I have I have a concept. We'll see if it works out here. Um, so do drop there. I am going to go with. Um. Oscar. I was going to say, Oscar and Alexa both still have to make this list. Mm-hmm. As well as, um, is Bailey active? No, Bailey's injured right now, so that Bailey's didn't work. injured, so she's out. Yep. Um, but Sasha is not, um, and I don't want Sasha there. I think I want Sasha on the other side. Yeah. Um, the only thing that holds, in my mind, holds Sasha back is just, she just showed back up and is entering a feud with Bianca Belair, but... That doesn't mean she can't be on this. I just go. I'm gonna go with Naomi. The friends, their pals, their their buddies. They're they both like the hip hip attack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Next one. Oh, it's me. Um, Alexa Bliss. It looks like your Wi-Fi name or password has changed. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. Uh, yeah, I was gonna do Alexa in, in this next bracket because I think that makes more sense. Um, so we have Alexa. Um, Selena. Selena Vega. So, now, the first of the last two to enter. Um, This is probably going to sound like a throwaway. Maybe. 
Yeah, this is going to sound like a throwaway. I have a concept. Uh, at least behind it. I mean, it is a throwaway, but there's a concept. Get get her a big debut in the thing, uh, but then she gets destroyed by whoever you choose. Because so. I have an idea who you're going to choose. Well, yeah, I already said that Sasha has to be on this. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping you'd choose Charlotte, and then I could pick Sasha, and you could be like, well, you didn't want Charlotte on it, but... Charlotte's on it. <laughs> nope, I wasn't gonna do that. Okay. okay. So now, now we gotta pick winners. We have to pick winners. So Becky versus Carmella. I think this is an easy choice. Yeah, this is Becky. I don't. I just don't think there's any reason to pick Carmella to win that. Nope. Nope. Uh, the next one is maybe a little tougher. I, um, I think. I think hands down this is Liv Morgan. I think this is her coming out party. Mm-hmm. The only reason it's a, t- a tougher is, you know, there's part of you that wants to give Tegan Knox a, a big win um, in this, but I, I think Liv, I think Liv, frankly, if if after firing every single tag team partner she's ever had, uh, they don't give her some sort of a push. Um, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. So. Yeah, well, and I think her, I think Tegan and Shotzi can go lick each other's wounds and mm-hmm. and come back as an even stronger tag team. So, so Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. You're low by a line. No, you're on the right line. Never mind. Um, I kind of want to ruin this. Here's here's my thought process in this is Naya can go through two here. She gets the fight with Becky. I don't want Naya to beat Shayna, but I think I think you can have Shanana you can play shenanigans here really easily with Naya. And that's yeah. my thought process. And then Shayna gets to be a machine legitimately while Naya gets the shenanigans play. Yeah. I, I mean, the I only see, reason I would go that route. I, I, I could see Shayna winning, and not. I could see this being Nia's big heel turn. Really, could be. Uh, Shayna wins, um, and then tries to do the like we're friends, shake hands afterwards, and Nia just Simone drops destroys her, destroys yeah. her, and then comes back in the second round, and. Attacks her while she's in attacks the ring. her while she's in the ring to help whoever comes through from the Tony Storm Rhea Ripley one, um, but I mean I can see it going either way. I like the other side of the coin is unless you have shenanigans from Shayna, you'd have Nia go through Nia versus Tony Storm or Nia versus Rhea Ripley is a lot tougher to. Well, yeah, I mean. If Nia goes through, Nia has to go through to Becky. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we want to do that. Yes. So I'm going to say Shayna Baszler, I guess. That works. But with Nia attempting shenanigans and then attacking afterwards and using shenanigans later. Yes. Oh, 100% Nia heals shenanigans. Yes. Um, Golly, this is really tough because this match happened mm-hmm. in NXT UK. This match happened, and it made it so that Rhea Ripley could come over to NXT. 
Um, but they're both very different people now. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> I know the reports have it backstage that uh, Vince wants everyone to consider Rhea Ripley a face. Um, that she's a good guy. But at the same point, reports have it that they want Tony Storm to be a face. Um, I don't think Tony Storm works as a face right now. Like, her whole character has kind of an MJF-ish to it, you know? Yeah. And um, so I personally, if I were booking this, Tony Storm would be the heel and Rhea the face. At which point... it makes sense for Tony Storm to be the victor in the end uh, with heel tactics as well as putting a heel versus face Shayna Baszler in round two. You know, I also like I like the throwback to a feud that's happened before. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with Tony Storm having 2-0 against Rhea Ripley and that, that being the thorn in Rhea's side. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony is the young Charlotte in, in Rhea's life. Those are the two people she struggles with. Okay. So now, Shotzi versus Dewdrop. Dewdrop. Winner, Eva. <laughs> Marie. You can. That might be kind of funny because they announce Eva every time. Mm-hmm. That's why I did that. It's, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be based on Eva Marie. Helping her cheat and, and because she wants to announce that that she's the actual victor, um, but yeah, Dewdrop going through, which then sets up what Oscar. I think would be Oscar. Yeah, um, that Oscar versus Naomi is just kind of that that match to give Oscar a win to get through to the next round. So yeah. Uh, Alexa versus Zelina Vega. I feel like there needs to be a first round upset, and I feel like this is it. So you say Zelina. I was not going that way. I I, I get what you're saying with the first round upset. Um, I just don't think. I think Zelina has the athleticism to pull it off, and Alexa needs needs a swerve on her character to make her want to change this character. And uh, I think. And I guess we'll we'll, we'll uh, fight it out to get it, but I think the payoff to this is Alexa versus Dewdrop, um, in the, the semifinals. And Dewdrop and, leaving Ava behind, and potentially, um, or Ava destroying Lily off screen or out of the ring and taking all the powers from Alexa, uh, and then allowing Alexa to go back to Alexa. But you told a long enough storyline that I'm I'm gonna allow it, but I don't I don't like Schmaz and Zelina Vega that fast. But okay. I don't like either, but that's why I, I, I think that should be a twenty minute match. I really do. Uh, the only other reason I have that there is the reason I put Zelina Vega. I, it can be a big match, but WWE's been Schmaz and Zelina Vega since she came back. Uh, yeah, that's true. And, this is what you get for your fiance going to the other company and talking about unions. Don't ever Unionize do that again. This, Zelina. <laughs> um, okay, Aaliyah yeah. versus Sasha Banks. Uh, <laughs> Sasha, Aaliyah, Sasha Banks. 
Sasha Banks, you're done. Just yes, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna have a discussion about Aaliyah's I, existence. I, I I just wanted to type Aaliyah just to piss you off there. Yeah, we're just gonna move forward with life. Okay, Becky versus Live Morgan. <laughs> I think that this is uh, all. Although it is a coming out party for Liv Morgan, and this becomes a ten or twelve minute match, I think Becky's the one who wins here. Mm-hmm. And I actually the the real kicker for Liv Morgan here, if she's in the disarmor and passes out, I think that tells a great story. Yeah, this could her. be an ultimate face turn sort of thing for her. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. No arguments there. Shayna Baszler versus Tony Storm. Tony or Shayna Baszler. Say Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I think this is. I think this this is the culmination. Of the feud um, that we didn't really get to enjoy, and I, I could see this going either way. But the only way I would say Tony Storm would win would be Nia Jax shenanigans that Tony takes advantage of. Um, but I'm fine with Shayna. Yeah, I, I think the Nia Jax shenanigans can be tried, um, but at the end of the day, Shayna just overcomes, and then Nia Jax shenanigans. After that, you need to click on a distant cell. There you go. So you're saying Dewdrop over Asuka, huh? That's what I was saying with Ava Marie's help. I mean, this is all about Ava Marie distraction and heel tactics on the outside to stoke her own ego. Okay. I'll, um, I'll let you have Dewdrop get it. For Ava Marie to be the champ. On on top of it, this gives um, Asuka another... I mean, Asuka's established enough that she can take some losses, right? Yeah, that's true. And so she can start to set up another round of... Because Asuka needs more opponents of her level, right? So you you elevate Dewdrop with this, with a big win over Asuka. You can tell the story of Dewdrop you know, coming to believe in herself more and more and maybe think, do I, do I actually need Ava Marie to do all this? Or can I, can I stop being Dewdrop and start being the Viper Piper Niven again? Okay. Fair enough. And, and this is going to pain me. You're a dick. I am. Because you want your storyline over there, you're booking the bottom and I'm booking the top. <laughs> Alexa beats Sasha. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> Alexa, be quiet. Alexa's <laughs> like, well, stop saying my name. Um, I, I do want to book how that, how that match happens. I think Aaliyah... In terms of who she is as a character, or who we've seen her is as a character, um, Leah needs to get to interfere in Sasha's match mm-hmm. because I don't think I don't think anybody truthfully believes that Alexa under this gimmick can beat Sasha. Notice well, how I immediately look over there to make sure she's not listening. Yeah, uh, I think with this gimmick, as as long as they play it, because they've established that this is Lily's superpower. Right, uh, you established this that Lily helped her win. Um, 
But then that's the storyline that we have with this Dewdrop versus Alexa for the for the semis. Um, is effectively Alexa losing her superpowers. So okay. back to the top. Becky versus Shayna Baszler. At this point, Becky being the only one of the horsewomen left. This is this is this is me giving fifty fifty booking to Shayna Baszler. Um I'm gonna have Charlotte come out and interrupt Becky's Thunder here. And I'm gonna have Shayna Baszler go to the finals here. Cause she's the Queen of Hearts. I didn't move that. Or the Queen of Spades, sorry. I'm not gonna argue with that. Because just like I said with Becky, or with Asuka, Becky has the same thing. Becky can lose a match and not lose any of her life. Well, and, and, especially and Charlotte, Charlotte can be pissed off that Becky's getting all this attention. Mm-hmm. And so but, yeah. all she would have to do is have her music play, and Shanna could come up, cure through the clutch, and it's over. Mm-hmm. But that's like, my point. It doesn't hurt Becky to lose. No. At all. And, and it, it sets and it Shana gives us... up as a badass. It gives us the feud that that eventually we're all going to want. Yes, we're all going to roll our eyes when it happens, but we all still want Charlotte versus Becky. We enjoy Charlotte versus Becky. It's Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. Uh, Nobody else is ever in this feud. Well, here's Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. All right. This is cool. Going to hear some chops. Awesome. So so now here's, uh, here's where I struggle a little bit. Because while I want, storyline-wise, I want uh, Ava Marie and Dewdrop to destroy the Lily. And therefore take away Alexa's powers. But I'm not sure if I want Dewdrop to win. So do I I have Alexa figure out without her powers she can can underdog win it? Can I help you with this and make it fit in your storyline? Okay. So, because this match, because the semis and the finals are a significant amount of time apart, because the finals are the only thing that's overseas, mm-hmm. right? So, because they're two weeks apart, you have the Alexa loss to do drop. But Alexa finds herself in the next week. Alexa, be quiet. <laughs> It needs me to repair its repair Wi-Fi, and I'm not going to do it right now. Sponsored um, by Amazon. <laughs> no joke. Anyway, so it allows for that feud to to for for her to be for the the fiend female fiend to be <laughs> um, to rebuild herself as her traditional character, the coffee loving girl, and find her power within herself. Especially if you made it two, three weeks, you know, something like that, a little, mm-hmm. little farther distance. <clears throat> and the the more time you can have, Alexa can tell Dewdrop, I found my power without Lily. You can find your power without Ava Marie, and you can have the turn happen in this match um, of Dewdrop on Ava Marie. Possibly. 
So then Dewdrop can do drop Ava Marie through a table overseas and she can stay there in Saudi Arabia for the rest of her life. And she could even win the overall tournament. I don't think she does, but Yeah. Well that's also kind of where it comes into. It's like And that's that's part of my my question as to whether or not I want her to beat Alexa is um you know, the, these tournaments are often about setting up who's the next next star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who are we going to focus on now? And I think the real winner, the real person that we need to focus on is Shayna Baszler. I think we need to establish her as... Yeah, I think she's ready to get for a title run. Um, or a title challenge, like mm-hmm. like multiple challenges. Show that heel work that she was so good at in NXT. Yeah. And so... Um, but because of that, I'm just not sure. I mean, maybe your way works. I'm not sure if Dewdrop losing in the finals hurts Dewdrop more than her losing in the semifinals. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think it does because that's that's that that goes immediately from the finals into the feud when when uh. Ava Marie saying, I made you. And Dewdrop's like, I made me. Mm-hmm. But you can have that after the semifinals as well. True. Like, you could have Alexa go through in this. Um, you could even have Alexa. In fact, that's the argument I'm going to have. That is the way okay. I'm going to do this. Okay. Uh, my argument is this. Alexa wins in, in uh, Lily-powered mode. Okay. Afterwards, uh, Ava turns on Dewdrop. Ava turns on her, saying, you're okay. worthless. You were supposed to, to provide me my victory. You're worthless. And in her fit, she picks up Lily, and she tears Lily's head off. So if this is all you had to do. Um, which then sets up... Ava versus Dewdrop for the next couple weeks, but then also sets up Alexa to go into the finals no longer evil Alexa. Trying to find her power. So now she's in the finals, but no longer has the the evil superpower thing going. Um, which then allows her to put on a more traditional face heel match um, without worrying about the the powers would allow Shayna to be an absolute badass and just throw Alexa around for a while. Um, Dewdrop could come out and, and give her a pep talk after mm-hmm. beating Ava Marie yep. the previous week. Mm-hmm. Plus, I, I think... need my puppet. You yep. don't need yours. Yep. And I think in the end, Shayna winning... Uh, versus Alexa helps boost Shayna up because she won versus a multi-time former champion. Okay, that works. Okay. So that's where I'm going. But that means we agree that Shayna's the champ. Queen of Spades as the Queen of the Ring Mm -hmm. is a very good move. And Charlotte can then have a feud with Becky rolling right into a feud with Shayna. 
or a feud with Shayna rolling right into a feud with Becky. Exactly. I want I want a Charlotte Becky feud, but I don't want it for a title. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's the deal is that I mean that that allows so many of these things can can lead to other matches. Because you know, while Charlotte and Becky are feuding, you still have Nia Jax trying to ruin Shayna Baszler's run. Mm-hmm. Every single time she's trying to ruin Shayna Baszler's yep. run. And Shayna still comes out on top. Mm-hmm. Which then also could set up a future... Heel versus heel, which is great. Mm-hmm. And also a future um, something for um, Dewdrop. Nia Jax comes out in the final to try to attack Shayna. Now suddenly, Goody Two Shoes Dewdrop, uh, who's out there trying to support Alexa and, and help her win, stops Nia. Make it fair. Yes, to make it fair, you still have Nia versus Shayna set up at some point, but you also have now teased Nia versus Dewdrop. Dewdrop at some point, which would be a really fun sort of way to bring Dewdrop to the forefront. Somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it would take it would take one year booking and lots of teasers for long-term storylines. Mm-hmm. But you could pull this off really nicely. You could have a, a Leah getting destroyed by Sasha for six months. Mm-hmm. And nobody would be upset about it. Nope. You Until could even have... Finally, finally, they call up Robert Stone and he brings the Robert Stone brand to the main roster and is able to find a way to get Aaliyah to win again. By throwing a shoe at Sasha. Mm-hmm. Take that. You could even, you could even have uh, uh, Bailey try and coach Aaliyah and how to beat, you know. Well, you see what you did there? Like, have her go see Bailey in the hospital. <laughs> big, big nets with that. Yes. Some great big nets. Yeah. But I think I think the Liv Morgan pass out moment is the big part of this Queen of the Ring. Mm-hmm. I think having her pass out to Becky, even though Becky doesn't win it, I think having having her pass out to Becky just goes gets people to go, oh my gosh, this is this is she's the real deal, and just have her grit through a lot of stuff. I think Liv Morgan could be that grit character. I think she's the diamond in the rough right now in the in the entire division, and I've th- I've thought that for a while. Oh, I agree. Well. The the only person that I had more faith in that wasn't getting pushed in the women's is Shayna Baszler. Well, Shayna Baszler and Ruby Riot. I thought yeah. Ruby Riot was a star waiting to happen, and WWE never knew what to do with her. But then, then and, they gave they gave her gimmick to to uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, and I suspect we're about to see uh, on. The Indies, or maybe AEW, knock on wood, cross fingers. I suspect we're about to see what Ruby Soho can do. Uh, so, anyways, so that is that. We're we're calling it right now. If they're smart, they have Shayna Baszler win Queen of the Wing. Of the Wing, Queen of, of the, the wing. wing, Queen of the Wing. Elbow Fladia. Shayna Baszler is going to win the Queen of the Wings. us together today. <laughs> Marriage. Marriage. <laughs> love, true love. It's a circle. Different show, but still funny. So that circle. 
That is your queen of the ring. And she could easily pull off a year of that. But, yes. So now... Should we go back and book that as though it's JLB involved? No. I'm fine with this being a shorter episode. He has has a solid argument for Naomi beating Asuka at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, He'd probably put Tamina in there too as well. (laughs) Nobody's... Well, Natty would have been in there for sure. Mm -hmm. Just to have her lose early. Anyways, so we will go ahead and roll on with the rest of the show, which is our game, AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact. This is the game we like to play. I'm going to throw out three current WWE superstars. Well, current might not be the best word for my plan. And he has to choose which of those uh, promotions he would have them go in. And then he's going to do the same back to me. And I've already given you the hint, my current uh, WWE superstars. They're all technically current. Technically. But I am going to do this as a time travel uh, in their prime concept. Okay. Uh, because for at least one of them, it's, it's kind of important. But I guess not all of them. Um, your first round, your choices are Heir Apparent, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and Shane McMahon. In their primes. In their prime. Mm -hmm. Stephanie McMahon to manage the AEW women's division. She does bring something to the table there. Well, I mean, she created women, so yeah. (laughs) Stop. But she brings something serious to the table. And I think having that authority figure in the women's division would be valuable. Um... And it's and it's not this broken gimmick of of uh, Vicky Guerrero. Okay. Shane to ROH isn't really known for its gimmick matches, and Shane needs gimmick matches, unfortunately. So he's going to go to Impact. He's going to be in an Ultimate X match. He's going to get up to the middle of the Ultimate X. He's going to stand up on it and do a jump down to the bottom while balancing on the Ultimate X. Yes. That was me doing a jump. Yeah. Good jump, bud. Good jump. That was a good jump. Good as I can do. And Triple H to ROH. Not because... He wouldn't be good in either of the other two. He's just is is he just takes over so much of everything. And so in ROH, he would see he has an ability to elevate other people, and I think he could elevate some of their young stars. And yes, he'd hold the title for probably a year or two. enough it's probably not the best move it probably really isn't because triple h is really the only wrestler in that group i mean stephanie in her prime is helped triple h cheat to win Mm -hmm. 
Stephanie's prime as a as a manager or as a as an on screen character really was about four years ago. Like it wasn't a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, of those three uh, names, you saying Triple H is the only wrestler, but Shane is the only one whose contract says specifically perform wrestler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But, but that's exciting. Okay, who you got for me? Well, I mentioned um, forgotten gimmicks, and so we're gonna have a time machine. Okay. And we're gonna use Doink the Clown. We're going to use um, Adam Bomb, which is Brian Adams, and we're gonna use Crush. So two of them, you got to use their crappy gimmick. Doink the Clown never really had another gimmick other than that. So Wow. Crappy gimmick not. Doink's not going on AEW or Impact. So What? I think he'd be great on Impact. I, I, this is where my bias comes in, but I have no interest in seeing Doink the Clown on any of my TV. So for me, He's I'm not putting him on one of the shows that I can watch. He's going on the one show I can't. Um, okay, ROH he is. Easily, I should say, so Ring of Honor. Which... I also think he'd work really, really well in AAA if you wanted to switch Ring of Honor to AAA. Because Latin culture, clowns are creepy. But, um, so then, Crush or Adam Bomb to AEW. Remember, they have to be the gimmick. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to. And Adam Bomb can come with Harvey Whippleman or doesn't have to come with Harvey Whippleman. Adam Bomb, baby. God, just um, God, crush gimmicks are so bad. Um, Adam Bomb to AEW, <laughs> crush to Impact. If it was Chronic Brian Adams and Chronic uh, Brian Clark, Brian Clark, it would be the other way around. But Crush Gimmick was just so bad. I don't want him in AEW. The Adam Bomb gimmick was pretty fun. It just it sucked that it was Adam Bomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his in ring play was better there than he was when he was mm-hmm. Chronic. But I just, like, I, frankly, if Brian Adams in his prime were to walk into the Performance Center today, uh, he would skip NXT and go straight to main roster. Brian so, Adams? Yes, Brian Adams. From a yeah. look standpoint. Hey, a, dude was cut. Yeah. From a performance capability standpoint, he would be main roster in a heartbeat. 
Uh, but anyways. Oh, I thought you were going to play a picture, put up no, a picture of Brian Adams. I was trying like, to get what? rid of that because it wasn't sitting there. Um, so yeah, that would be how I do that. I don't know any other way to do it. Well, and remember, one's finisher was the heart punch, which just sucks as a finisher. And the other one had a ripcord powerbomb, which was really, or not a ripcord powerbomb. Uh, uh, what do they call it when they pump handle powerbomb, which was really badass. Yes, it was really badass. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I would do there, but... But that brings us to the end of this show. A little bit shorter of an episode than normal, but when you only have two of us here, that plays into it. There it was also like a I lot just, less. Um, it looked like I just flipped off the screen, but that I was putting two up. It was on the edge there, so, so you couldn't see the other finger. Um, there there yeah. was also, in this particular episode, there was a lot less of, well, I do Liv Morgan. Uh, no, uh, wait, no, no, no. Oh, what did I say? Uh, Oscar, did I say Liv Morgan? Uh, I do Oscar versus Liv Morgan, and then, and then, um, then I would have Becky Lynch win that. Wait, then, I meant so to say it's, Becky it's, Lynch versus Liv Morgan. No, Becky Lynch so, versus Oscar. So it's, it's main roster only, right? Okay, so, so Candice LeRae... What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And, and here's the deal. Uh, you bring up an interesting point. That Queen of the Ring bracket goes totally different if they allow uh, NXT women in there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of differences that go on. You know, Asuka might not even be on it if they're doing uh, NXT women. No, because she's um, better for a feud afterward. Yep. Aaliyah wouldn't make it on it. No, no. no Cerebob. We no. would have... Candice LeRae or Dakota Kai or someone like that on there. Yeah, how pumped am I for Dakota Kai versus yeah, buddy. versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez? My, my only worry is some of the reports have it that that Vince is eyeing Raquel Gonzalez for the main roster. Um, no, 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 no. You're telling the story. So far, everything's been told exactly the same as HPK Diesel. Everything's been told exactly the same, uh, except for yeah, Raquel got the title I, before. Before before I am going to on. paraphrase Vince McMahon. Uh, fuck your stories. Um, uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Can't do that. This is this is going great. They can come back together. They can be draped in gold with, with all the women's gold, and then and then they can have a curtain call where they give random two other people that we don't know their best friends with hugs. Mm-hmm. And those two people go off to the main roster, or or go Raquel Gonzalez, yeah. and somebody else goes off to the main. Well, but we can do main roster. Right, we so can do that's roster, yeah, that's when you have Raquel Gonzalez go to the main roster is yeah. when she's a curtain call. Yes. But again, uh, Vince McMahon says, "Fuck your stories." Uh, <sighs> it's why he took the their undefeated uh, champion and uh, booked him to lose two out of three matches on the main roster um, and look like a punk, despite the fact that they're telling a storyline right now in NXT that is trying to sell um, Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross as this big badass fight between two badasses. Um, but one of them you just make take to the main roster and make look like a punk. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fuck your story. That's what he says. So were, was there actually a rumor that they were making his power person um, Scarlet? Yes. That's been the report. Although it doesn't make sense in the end right now. For this reason. If that truly was the report that they were going to have him lose all the time until Scarlet came up and, and unlocked then the Then he shouldn't have beat Keith him. Lee. Then he shouldn't have beat Keith Lee. He should be 0-3 th- right now. Um, yep. And that's what apparently the storyline was, uh, but it got thrown into shambles when Jeff Hardy got COVID. Um, but well, and, it didn't and... need to get thrown into shambles because you didn't need to book him to beat Keith Lee. But but fuck Keith Lee. He wants to keep his name. Yeah, yeah. Screw Keith Lee. We need to have him lose. How dare you try and keep your own name? Yeah, dare, how dare you stand up to the E? We'll show you. That's a nice name you got. Sure would be shame if someone ruined it. <laughs> uh, it's almost like they think that people don't know who somebody is when they show up on another promotion. Yeah. Like, oh, that's John Moxley. Boy, we haven't seen him well, e- ever. It's almost like they don't understand that when you, one of your stars shows up in another promotion, it makes your promotion look better. Right? Especially if, if, they're, if, they, if they win the title. Yeah. If, if they're one of your wrestlers, if they're Rusev for you, and then they go off to another promotion and win the title, it makes your promotion look better because you created Rusev. Right? Um, yep. But, but but they don't care about that. They just Rusev's retired, and we don't know where he's at. We yeah, we don't know. In... We haven't seen him in forever. Him and yep. his 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 ex wife. AEW goes off and finds some Rusev lookalike and calls mm-hmm. him Miro. Yeah, even says he's from Bulgaria. Weird. Chinty thieves. Yeah. They just they just have no no imagination. They're just gimmick infringement. Yeah. That is a crime. <laughs> but anyways, on that note, we're gonna go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. There's a little bit shorter episode, like we said, but that's fine. Makes it easier for you guys to listen to. Um everyone, anyone who showed up for the, the live stream, thanks for coming. I hope you uh, if you didn't show up for the live stream, that you come back to watch it on replay or you listen to it on the podcast. If that's your your thing, do that. Um, I am going to start recording some reaction videos this week. So uh, send me a tweet on the Twitter at RawOnOrderWBU uh, for some, some matches for me to react to. Because um, I'm going to record a couple of those this weekend and start, start posting those up. You don't have to watch a match, but I want to see your reaction to the video that's going around of a cow abscess being ruptured. Yes. No, I'm not going to do that. I want to see it. Yeah. It's repulsive. I'm I'm sure it is. You should watch it. No, I'm not going to. I get enough of Dr. Pimple Popper videos. I don't need to watch a cow abscess. No, three oh, this is way better than, than a Dr. Pimple Popper. Nope. Nope. I'm out. Sandra Lee's pissed off at you for not watching the abscess. Fuck this noise. I'm out. (laughs) 
but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the matches. Specifically, I'm gonna try to watch my my hopes is I'm gonna start off since I don't have any real suggestions at the moment. I'm gonna pick my own matches, but as we get some suggestions, my real hope is to try to catch matches that are not necessarily um, WWE matches, mainstream matches. Um, try try to to watch some of those matches. Uh, maybe lesser known people or maybe people wrestling on the indies. Um, so, you know, I might watch a Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic uh, or as he would have been at the time, Donovan Dijak, you know, uh, pro wrestling gorilla match or something like that. Um, because I want to see some stuff that I haven't necessarily seen seen. Uh, I think somebody should challenge you to, I don't know, watch a kennel from hell match. Nope, nope, this isn't botch along. This this is this is good reaction. This is positive shit. Nope. 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 Kevin nope. Bacon wasn't in footloose. First first challenge you gotta take it. Can't delete it off nope. Twitter either. Nope, sure can. I don't have to take anything. Uh take I it. I never said this is a first come first serve challenge. Take that, take that kennel from hell match. Tweet, tweet at me the good matches and I'll watch them. I'll You're the one who came up with the idea of watching botchalongs, and so uh, you can continue that shit. <laughs> I very specifically. It is not time to start season two. We're we're at the yep the time of year where it's time to do a season two and get twenty six weeks in real quick. Yep, it sure is time. Which JLB and I need to sit on, sit and watch some internet for five hours someday of just, ugh. Yes. But anyway. Sid Vicious getting his leg snapped and stuff. I might, I might just watch some segments from like old TNA, like the, I watched the whole segment that um, Jay Lethal uh, trying to out Nature Boy uh, Ric Flair. That one's been going around. I might watch that whole segment. That'd be fun. Might work. Mm-hmm. Woo! Woo! Good lord. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm gonna start doing that. But make sure to check in the doobly doos right down there. Uh, the links down there for our Patreon, our merch store, our social medias, all of that stuff is in there. Um, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and let me know what. Uh, matches you would like to see me react to. I'm going to start doing this, that this week. But you can always tweet me or find me on social media at Raw and Order WBU. Uh, pretty much any place you can go. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to post anything, but you can follow him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I if if it's on Instagram, you'll you'll get a post from my actual person, mm-hmm. not my character, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and speaking of that, head on over to the Raw and Order Instagram and answer my informal poll because I really want to know if anyone out there, anyone, is actually excited to see QT Marshall on their screen. On him, on did you, did you see some nut job said that they have Stockholm syndrome and want to see yeah, it? Some nut job said that. Not D.A. Vincent K. Babe. No, not him. sure wasn't. Not him. <laughs> Definitely weren't. Uh, but on that note, we are going to close the book. I would like to thank everyone for listening, and we will see you soon.